1: We big up the ghost to the party let's get down to crazy Jimmy we got myself the known as I'll be the one and only to take your shame always up a close of Jimmy based on your want to be Jimmy start
2: new celebrity we'll take you out. hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell bringing you the best in music fashion pop culture and entertainment hello and happy new year everybody We are so happy to be here. We're waving at you right now. If you click the ITV button at the top of your page, you can see Ron and I in the studio. Um, Hope everybody's good. Before I uh, introduce our man behind the boards, let me say hello and welcome back to our fabulous, outrageous, cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, hello. Happy New Year,
3: everybody. I hope this year is going to bring us all the things that we want, safety, safety, from those crazy bastard, the Icy's, whatever they're called.
2: They say how good we look.
3: We look good, good. <laughs> and I hope the new year brings you health, prosperity, love, everything wonderful.
2: Absolutely. So what's up, everybody? We want to give a shout out to, to the man behind the boards, the fabulous Mr. Chad Murphy.
4: What's going on, fellas? Yes, you are looking good. Sorry about the delay folks out there, but yes, I succeeded, Irish. <laughs>
2: There you go. Thank you, everybody, too. Everybody's saying how great we look, and the, especially you, since you've been out out a little under the weather.
3: Well, under the weather is not the word. <laughs> I mean, I was I was crucified, by the way, and then re- resurrected. Um, you know, I went in for that minus surgery of the prostate to have it carved so I could urinate better. Well, I caught an infection from the hospital, which is quite common nowadays. I understand most people that go into a hospital for surgery come out with an infection. And the infection traveled through my body uh, and brought me into the emergency room where I was unable to pass urine. And they had to go in and do all kinds of surgery without knocking me out. It was tremendously painful. I couldn't believe what they were doing to me. I thought I was giving birth to, like, quadruplets, uh, push, pull, you know, shove, cut, cut, blood, mess. What a friggin' mess! It was horrible. Anyway, then I spent eight days in the hospital with antibiotics And I'm still under the weather. I'm still on antibiotics and I'm getting better. But I have a word to say to you. you look gorgeous. Thank you. A word to say to you is insist, no matter what your surgery is, when you go into a hospital to get antibiotics, the hospitals tell the doctors not to administer them simply because the antibiotics are losing their power. And if that happens, we're all going to die of diseases that are simple diseases. In my case, my doctor did not give me any antibiotics because the hospital, you know, said not to. That's what caused me to get the infection, to get so very sick. Uh, I mean, like, my blood went – it was a mess. It was really a mess. Anyway, I'm back, and I hope I can give you a good show today, folks. You know, I'm pushing it, but like we say in show business, whatever's going on in your personal life, leave it backstage. When you're on the stage, you belong to the people. There you go. And I belong to all of you, so let's have a rollicking, fun, good time.
2: So first, I want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. The chat room is filled with people, so hello, hello. We've got Rebel Meddler in there. We've got Tristan from Australia, Irish Ginger from the Ginger Irish Show, Goddess, Goddess, we love you. Um, we've got guest Mr. Freeze. I don't know who that is. Victor Campbell, we haven't seen you lately. Hello and Happy New Year. Daddy Muir in the house. Jimmy McCrary from Over the News. What is it? Overthemoonnews.blogspot.com. Um, guest neroli i don't know who that is who's guest neroli that well, might be your cousin. We, ha- we have new people every Stephon week. daniel bell anyway there's so many people in the chat room hope everybody had a super happy uh merry happy new year and um they're all saying that they love you ron oh and- jimmy
3: mccrary that's so sweet i love you back I, I wish I wish we would meet one day Wouldn't we would be nice We
2: will meet one day so many
3: nice people that come in my Facebook come in my email come in my Twitter come in my whatever the hell else that we use today such nice people out there I'm so happy that I know all of you I really mean it and thank you all for the get wells. And the Happy New Year's and the Merry Christmases and stuff. It I messed it up,
2: sweet. too, you guys. It's not the Ginger it's not the Irish, ginger Irish show. It's the it's the Irish Ginger Show. So there you go. Friday's at 4 o'clock. And Neroli is from Neroli's Entertainment. Hello, hello. I believe that that's JJ Catron's possibly like management or something. So hello, guest Neroli. Uh, JJ Catron's coming on in a little bit, you guys. He's going to be calling in. And then uh, later on today, we're going to be Skyping with King Harvest. You guys know them from the song Dancing in the Moonlight and um great song it's I a remember great that. great song it was a, a huge hit in the 70s Dang. and i'm excited and, and they're going to be skyping in one of them is in new jersey and one of them is going to be calling from paris so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun in the meantime we hope everybody had a good Uh, a good holiday and we're happy to be back and i'm happy that ron is back and i want to thank everybody for all the in the twitter verse and the twitter universe for doing so much uh, stuff on twitter with us the jimmy star show with ron russell we're getting so many like tweets and and stuff we got like like something like thirty thousand tweets or something yesterday and impressions it was really sick 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 as in sick cool so thank you so much uh we're going to be playing some great music i thought since we're having king harvest come on today and uh uh, and they have big hits from the 80s. I picked out some of my favorite songs from like the 80s and the 90s to play. So we're going to play a couple of like old school songs during the show. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Anyway, you've heard of closet queens, you know, gay people that live in closets <laughs> because they're afraid to come out. Here we the, go. <laughs> that the public may not like them. OK, now, Jimmy can contest to this. When I left the hospital, how many nurses came into my room to kiss me and hug me goodbye? Oh, tons. I mean, i went at the hospital. I was really absolutely there, their whole reason. They said, we've never had so much fun. At three o'clock in the morning, I had three and four nurses in my room, and I was telling them about Tony Curtis, Marilyn Monroe, all my Hollywood stories, and they were fascinated. But what I did find out, which amazed me, were all the Donald Trump closet cases. There are so many people out there who are voting for Donald Trump, but are ashamed to come forward and say that they are which to me is kind of un-American and very stupid. If you believe in someone that you're voting for, you should certainly come out and be proud and say, I'm voting for so-and-so. What do I think of Donald Trump? He's a New Yorker. He's like me, he tells it like it is. He's a tough guy. And I think that we need a tough guy to represent us to the rest of the world. Hillary is sweet, but she's a woman. I think women are shit. They dress him up in rags, and then they bang him, get them pregnant, and then kill him. So what good is that? We don't want a woman that they can piss all over. We need a tough guy. Trump's got the bucks. Trump's got the guts, and he's insane. The man is totally egomaniac. He's as crazy as they come. I mean, a president? He hasn't any diplomatic charm at all. <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's like he's talking to a cabbie. You know, like the turbans when they drive in New York. I could see Trump getting in a cab with a turban saying, hey, listen, you friggin' Muslim bastard, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But he's crazy. And I think this is a time that we need crazy people because we're dealing with crazy people. So now who am I voting for? Well, I don't really know. But that Donald is kind of like going to watch. He's starting to get under my skin because everybody I talk to and I speak to thousands of people like Donald Trump so maybe we should ease off on the guy's ill manners his insanity his vanity his um, megalomania okay and kind of like look at what he might be able to do for us to
2: protect us
3: from the rat bastards that are out to get us.
2: Adam you're saying polite hasn't really worked for us in the past lately. No it hasn't and
3: what's Hillary gonna do sit down and have tea with ISIS they'll smack her all over the room (laughs) they'll say get out of here bitch your husband's a whole master you're a dyke get lost. (laughs) Get lost. I Ooh. mean, she has no uh, you know, nothing to hold up with. And the rest of them are milly-mouthed little crap from Washington. They that, say
2: you should run for president.
3: Well, if i got <laughs> news for you, vote for Trump, you'll get me. Because, actually,
2: Jimmy McCrary said, let's have him on the show. And I actually tweeted to him, Jimmy, to see if I could get him on the show. But I doubt he would ever come on. But
3: Donald may come on because this sh- our show goes all over the planet. And if Donald's people hear me say these things about Donald, Donald might say, you know what, Ron Russell, you and I come from the same streets of New York. York. we're gutter fighters we know how to fight the dirty bastards we know how to take care of them because we're new yorkers Who's so
2: what's that? up so oh, what's up everybody Jack, look, i can't now believe we're gonna now we are going to I can't believe it now we are going to like welcome our first guest of the day you guys got the uh, everybody should vote for ron i agree but in the meantime no, i think
3: we should vote for donald trump i'm starting say, to go in that direction
2: let's 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 introduce
3: our Wait, first hang on one guest. more thing i voted for obama I mean, and now Trump. Therefore, I'm a true American.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's up, J.J. Catron? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show.
5: Hello, hello. I want to start by saying I'm J.J. Cattrone, and I want to be your next president. <laughs>
2: yeah. God forbid,
3: J.J. We'd all be high <laughs> on pot singing songs. Maybe that would be good. We can get uh, the ISIS. Maybe that's what everybody needs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need to get some pot over to the ICs people. Get them loaded. And maybe we can all sit around a campfire and hum,
2: you know. And <laughs> Actually, in the chat room, they'll say they vote JJ. <laughs> Meanwhile,
3: JJ the, JJ, the picture. Hello, everyone in the chat room. Wait, we're not going to get, listen, you know me, the picture of you that's up there, you look so elegant and so handsome. I mean, that's a nice oh. picture, Nobody else JJ. gets to see that. Oh, they don't get to see that? No, they don't see that. He's got his hands clasped like President Roosevelt. They can see that. And he's got the mustache and the beard, and he's got a Can suit. they see that, Chad? Of course.
2: Oh, they can oh, they see they it. Can. you guys are looking at the screens, can you and he's be- got his Confederate flag in the background. Can you believe <laughs> that the J.J. Catron? I can't believe that's RJ. Confet- you're in trouble, you know. Duke's a hazard. They had to take it off the air because right. people were pissed right. off about the Confederate flag. Right. Fuck those people. Don't worry, Trump. <laughs> well, you Trump, know, Trump, Trump you know you.
5: <laughs> if, if you're worried about what I say and what I do offending you, then, uh, you know, I just, I'm like you guys. I tell it how it is. What? Take it, you know, take me
3: how I am. Like, are you offending us with the flag? You do give a shit about the flag. That was 100 years ago, 200 <laughs> years ago. What am well, I going to say the flag. About? Hey, we won. I don't care. You can hang whatever you want. You can hang your up from the window. I don't give a shit.
5: Oh. We won. Hey, I have done that. I've gotten tickets for that, actually.
3: North won. Screw you, South. Hey. Anyway, how are you, baby? How's your help? How you holding up?
5: Well, we're doing better. You know, 2015 was uh, was, was kind of rough. You know, we uh, took sabbatical and regrouped, had health issues, family issues, uh, music issues, and... and uh, here in 2016, where uh, we're making a big bounce back and a big comeback. Well, and to answer your question we from, like. And to answer your question from earlier, yes, uh, that's Neroli's Entertainment. That is Jen and Clay, my new management team.
2: Hi, Jen um, and Clay. Clay?
5: Clay, yes.
2: Clay. Hey, Jen and Clay, what's up? And you better
3: handle JJ with kid gloves because he's special to us. Otherwise, we get you and we break your knees on the curb. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I tell you what, they're uh, they're good people. We were a uh we're a good match and j- just to show you how how uh, small the world actually is, Jen actually went to high school with my wife Adrienne. So what does that uh, say? Just shows you how small the the world is.
3: Six what is it, six something of separation? Oh, six degrees six of separation. Six degrees of separation.
2: Yes. Dude, God and, uh, uh, you got said my they're already doing He's big God things, doing,
5: doing great things, and uh, I'm excited to be working with them.
2: There you now, go. Good for you. Congratulations,
3: Listen, JJ. We're going to be in Georgia in a couple of weeks. Are you playing anywhere in the land of peaches?
5: Um, in a couple of weeks, no, I am not actually. I'll be in St. Louis in a couple of weeks
3: because I want to see you so bad. We know you for so many years, we've never seen you live.
5: I guess we'll just have to make a trip to, uh, to your neck yeah. of the woods and do the show live with You'll you have one day. To play then, New
3: York. You'll have to play New York.
5: Oh, I'm down for that. Sign me up.
3: Yeah, well, I wish I could. New York or L.A., because that's our next two ports of call. We're going to be living in New York and, Lo- and Palm Springs, California, back and forth.
2: So, J.J., there's a oh. chat room full of people. They all love you. Give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room.
5: Hello, everyone. In the chat room, I love all of you very much. If it wasn't for you people, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So keep That's supporting, keep doing what, what you're doing. Love you.
2: And we didn't introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy, who knows you, but say hello to Chad.
4: J.J. Catrone, welcome back, sir. Chad Murphy, my man. How are you? Doing well. I, you got my vote.
5: Awesome. That's what I'm talking about.
3: All right, so, JJ, what's new? Like, Give me some dirt. Give me something exciting. I need to, like, have something wild. You know, I just got out of the hospital. I'm kind of under the weather. I need to be pumped up. So give me some good stuff, like scandalous okay, dirt well, about anybody you know.
5: Okay, well, first things first, Um, I've set up a, a UFC fight online between uh, my daughter Gwendolyn which we now call the Mighty Meatball and Honey Boo Boo. So Honey Boo Boo is coming out of retirement. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just so uh, I don't really have any dirt, really. I mean, it's I mean well, it's
2: got to be one of those. I, I mean,
5: you watch the same tabloids I do.
2: Say, wait, wait, say that again, JJ, because I didn't hear that.
5: I said Ron, Ron, looks and reads and watches the same tabloid stuff that I do. So you probably know as much dirt as changes. I do.
2: He he doesn't watch any of the tabloid stuff. He he. Soon as he sees it, he looks up. He goes, "What trash!" I don't know how people can watch that or read that, and he changes it so he never actually finds out what it really is.
3: I get it from (laughs) the horse's mouth. I have a lot of people that you know are not necessarily stars, but they're like like I can't use her name, but a very very dear friend of my daughter Leslie's, who's a friend of mine, is what's his name's uh, business. uh, What's his name? The, The comedian, the tall guy. Oh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. She's his whatever. But not that she ever gives out dirt about him because he's nice. But sometimes, (laughs) you know, they run run into a party of people and little dishy gossip here and there, like who didn't have panties on and sat with her legs open while somebody shot a champagne cork at her snatch. You know, stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) <laughs> of course i can't tell who the girl was but she was a big star she was loaded no lie and she was sitting with her legs open and one of the guys aimed a bottle as new year's aimed a bottle of champagne at her and the cork hit her right in the box and she let out with a scream so 20 guys jumped up they said i'll rub it i'll rub
2: it <laughs> oh, did you hear the pop who did the pop noise did you do that jj or did chad do that I think that was probably Chad. He beat me to the punch. Sorry. Yeah,
3: he does that stuff. You know, that Holly, was hilarious. Hollywood's notorious. I cannot wait to get back on the so-called scene that I used to be in. Um, you know, I understand everybody at the Palm Springs Country Club had a ball. There was a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, John Barrowman was wild New Year's Eve, I hear. He was like electric, which he always is because we love him. He's a great guy. And he was partying his face off. So, you know, when I'm out there, kids, I'll have a lot of little tidbits to give you.
2: There you go. So, to, how about this, JJ? So, so yeah. your fabulous managers wrote that you're going to be auditioning for The Voice soon, which Ron doesn't watch any of those shows. I watch all of them. I will like, when it you, When
3: you're on, I promise I'll watch Rooting for You, of
2: course. So, tell us a little bit about it. You're going to go audition for The Voice. Do you already have a song picked out, or do they, like, tell you what song you have to sing?
5: Uh, I could pick out my own song, um... It, it's 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 gonna be it's full of challenging. It's it's an a cappella audition, no instruments. It's gonna be in Chicago, on February seventh, and uh, I've 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 got a uh, a few songs picked out. I just have to have one that I that I definitely want to do, because it's kind of uh, the genre that I'm shooting at, and uh, but I have a couple backups just okay, so in case. What, but yeah, I have a song picked. Out.
2: What genre are you gonna be shooting for?
5: Um, I'm doing uh I'm I'm going back to my roots. I'm um, I'm doing the you know staying with the country, the country rock, but uh, focus on you know
3: nasal
6: more of
5: the, twanging, the newer.
3: shit kicking. I'm oh, oh, sorry. Uh, nasal twanging shit kicking music, right?
5: No, not no nasal twanging. More like uh, saddle up, get on your Harley, let's ride. Uh, kick American oh, okay. ass country music. <laughs> okay.
3: But it's still shit kicking, right? Well, if we gotta kick
5: some shit along the way, then you know what—that's a price I'm willing to pay, right?
2: <laughs> All right, so like, let let's because we don't—we always talk about your music, but we don't ever talk about any of like your influences and stuff when you come on here, like, like because obviously you're probably not going to sing one of your own songs because they won't know it, and there's a less chance of you getting picked out that way. So, who are some of the people that are like influential for you that are, you think are like really great bands? Uh, well,
5: growing up, I think what did it for me, what really. Really wanted me to grab a guitar. It was the first time I seen Elvis. Uh, Elvis was a big influence. With, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I, I
3: wouldn't wait two minutes to see. I hated Elvis when I was young. <laughs> Everybody, you would. Know we hate, my neighborhood hated him because he wore so much makeup with the jet black dyed hair and the <laughs> black eyebrows and the false eyelashes. He looked like a half a drag queen. And that stupid wiggling that all the girls used to get so hot and bothered from was ridiculous. And don't be cool. I mean, he didn't make it in Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan.
2: All right, hold on. Okay, so give us another one, JJ. You can like Elvis. We just don't. No. <laughs> he, he, he the boroughs. the
5: boroughs. Um, I like you know, I liked all kinds. Uh, like Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash. I, I really love well, them. Yep, they're better. On they're the better. Uh, bluegrass side, on Sorry. the bluegrass side, bluegrass music was always uh, Doyle Lawson or Bill Monroe. Love them.
3: How about country, John um, the
5: Fish? What's that?
2: Country Joe and the Fish. Nobody knows who that is. You bring I mean, that up. he was
3: Country Joe and the Fish was one of the biggest people in 1976, 78, 79. I look up Country Joe and the Fish. Hey, Chad, see if you can find anything on YouTube for Country Joe he, and the Fish. He Roger. was like, I'm looking right now. Everybody used to get loaded when he was on. You know, the lights were low. The candles were going. The incense was burning. And everybody was stoned out of their faces. And then suddenly they play Country Joe and the Fish and you hear everybody moaning. He was quite a talented guy.
4: Seven, open up the pearly gates Well, there ain't no time to wonder why Woo-wee, We're all gonna die Now come on, Wall Street, don't be slow I man, this is war, a go-go There's plenty of good money to be made Supplying the army with the tools of the trade Just hope so we pray that if they drop the bomb We're dropping on a Viet Cong And it's one, two, three What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn, the next stop is Vietnam, and it's five, six, seven, open up the pearly gates.
3: There you go. That's Country Joe. Joe. (laughs) No, Jimmy, we should see if he's live and get him on the show. I'd love to interview him. You know, other songs of his, he had, you know, mellow songs also, but Country Joe was quite a big thing in LA at the time.
2: What about, like, what about, like, people, like, do you have any, like, people that you listen to that are popular now, JJ? Um, I real I'm a real
5: fan of uh, John Rich from Big and Rich. I've okay. I've followed him for years. His his songwriting, uh, it's it's a good so- songwriting tool for me as well. Just the, the way that he writes, uh, him I like him. Uh, I follow him a lot, mo- a lot, a lot, a uh, lot. I like uh, Brad Paisley, the okay, guitar I know, playing, songwriting. Keith yeah, Urban, Keith Urban's that's, another that's one.
2: Keith Urban I like, especially like <laughs> his more ballady stuff. I like Right, that. Right, JJ, right. JJ, JJ, listen yes.
3: to this. I got a scoop for you. Listening? This listening. spring, this spring, we are having on our show Johnny Mathis.
5: Johnny Mathis.
3: You bet your buns, baby. He's coming on our show in the spring. We're starting to go negotiate it now. Can you believe I'm killing myself? I I probably won't even, even I can't even speak. You can't now. even talk, thinking about I think, it. I think if he yeah, if he's that, there, I'm gonna say hello, cool. 30, Heavenly, heavenly, chances are. are you going to be I, able to control yourself? Man. Huh? You got, is Brian going to be able to control himself when
5: he's on? No, he
3: I don't think I'm going to ask. I know him. I've been in his company several times. I doubt he'll remember because they were always group times. But um, right. when I was with him, I was I went shopping with him one at the once at the Food Basket in in uh, Santa Monica, no Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. And um, I was amazed at how nobody came over to say Mr. Mathis. And I said, Johnny, nobody's recognizing you. He said, no, they don't. I said, isn't it sad? You're like the most popular singer in the world, and nobody recognizes you. Well, we got to the cashier, and I was cashing out, and he was cashing out, and I said to the kid, do you know who this is next to me? And the kid said, no. I said, this is Johnny Mathis. He said, oh, hello, Johnny Mathis. He still didn't know who he was. And I was embarrassed for Johnny, but Johnny said, don't be. He said... I was a different generation. Meanwhile, how many albums did Johnny sell, Jimmy?
2: Johnny Mathis. Okay, so this is, this is very interesting for everybody in the music business because, first of all, let me tell you that with all the, all the musicians, since I work in the entertainment industry a lot, uh, and especially in music, um, out of all the records that are recorded every year, which there's tons of them, believe me, there's like hundreds of thousands of records, most records never sell more than 10,000 copies, to give you an idea. So in this day and age, if you, if you record a record, if you sell 10,000 copies, you're doing you know, better than 99% of everybody else. <clears throat> so th- knowing that, Johnny Mathis has sold over 350 million records. To give you an idea of what that means, the only two people that have sold more than him are Elvis Presley and Frank Sinatra. So he sold more than Madonna, Aerosmith, yes Nick but even, uh, he's, not dead yet. Johnny, he's not dead yet
3: and my daughter for christmas gave me that wonderful album of all the music johnny mantis has ever sung even songs that never went on his albums or was shown to the public i haven't heard it yet because i haven't had time but uh, he is probably he's a sweetheart of a guy he's very shy he's very soft he's very soft spoken but he's a sweetie pie i mean i i adore the man
2: there you go. So Okay, so JJ, going back and let's yeah. go back to JJ. All right, so JJ, I know you have a show coming up, and I, I forgot where it is. I guess it's in St. Louis again because you're going to St. Louis. Uh, why there. don't you tell us a little bit about it because that's your first show of the year, right? Oh, January yeah, 21st. The, the,
5: the, no, and actually the date got changed because it's February 27th now Oh, so uh, that because one, show. one of the acts, uh, it, it overlapped with their tour, and so we had to reschedule which is which turned out better anyway. We got a better night and uh we're doing it's a Saturday night, February twenty seventh at the beautiful Casa Loma Ballroom in Saint Louis, Saint Louis, Missouri. And uh and uh you know, over the years they've renovated it was huge, huge back in the day. I'm not really sure of the size now how many people it holds. Um, but I remember years ago it would would hold thousands and uh we're really excited about this show. There's uh uh, there's another the, the duo group that's playing they they're out of uh I believe somewhere in St Charles Jen helped me out here in the chat room uh pay dirt they're a duo act very very great act and the uh the, the third act is it's Thomas Hill Tom hill and the carnival of Curiosity and chaos and it, it looks like that's it's
3: uh okay now, it, Jay, it
5: Jay. sounds like it's, it's gonna be a great show and uh and well, uh pickets are only going to be 12 50. But
2: that's, that's
3: a steal
5: for three X anywhere. Good. It says pay I'm excited yeah. about it. I
3: was gonna ask you how much the tickets were. That's good. Twelve fifty is nothing. It's like not even an ice cream. So exactly. it's good. And are you sold out?
5: Um, I'm not sure how many tickets are sold yet. Um uh, that that would be a question for Jen. I'm I'm not sure. So it, cool. it's I I, I'm just a talent, I
2: just show up right. <laughs> She says it's almost sold out And the other groups are Pater and Tom Hill And the venue holds 862 people I think is what the 862 means And it's almost sold out
3: When I used to work awesome. the nightclubs you know, I used to book 350 people in a room And I always had to know how filled our room was uh, One time there was a blizzard in New York in February And I said, oh my god, we're going on The whole crew, there'll be six people out there Bullshit I was told mid show that people were calling in trying to get t- tickets to the whole table. And they said there's no <laughs> tables available in a snowstorm. And I take that with me to my grave because that's what every performer wants to know that it was sold out in a snowstorm to 350 people. That was at Ford's nightclub in Manhattan. It's not there that's anymore. Amazing. I hey, guess hey, the that's amazing.
2: We're going to do a real quick educational thing really quick on the show. So everybody listening, if you're on Twitter and you're tweeting about the Jimmy Star Show, please make sure and use the hashtag, uh, hashtag Jimmy Starr Show so we can trend on Twitter. So any tweets that you do, please use the hashtag Jimmy Star Show so we can be like – all those other shows that we have more listeners than anyway, uh, that that trend on Twitter, and like you get the little things that show that you're trending on Twitter. So please, if you're on Twitter tweeting about the show, use the hashtag# Jimmy Star Show. Thank you. All right, go on back) <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get this. We gotta get all the fans really Twitter literate, so everybody knows what's going on. So that way we can do it all. And goddess, yes, you need to get a Twitter. Yes, you do. And Jimmy says he loves Ron's stories. And 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 uh, JJ. So uh, I want to. We're gonna play the song that you got. You actually wrote for us. Our wedding. Oh, okay. Song. Yeah. It's I think a beautiful it's like song. Super, I think it's super fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Um. So tell us a little bit about the song. The song's everything to me. Chad, you got it almost ready, right?
3: Hi, Captain. And when uh, Jimmy and I got married. JJ wrote it for us as our official wedding song.
5: Yeah. yeah I, just, say something? You know, I, just, I just thought it would be it'd be a great gift for me to use, you know, it couldn't be there and couldn't and, get uh, it couldn't get better. Couldn't being get, across, you know, being thousands of miles away and, no. and it's it's basically it's just a song about, you know, uh the two people that no matter what, they just love each other. They and they they do what they do and and you're everything to me, and it goes both ways. It could be for anyone, but that was your special song, and and I know how much you two care about each other, and that's that's why I did that for you.
2: I love it. And we love you for it. All right, everybody, so this is it. JJ, you introduce <laughs> it to everybody. Chad's going to play it, and then hang on the line, and we'll come back and talk with you And it's get really done. a good
3: song. <laughs> I mean, it happens to be a great song. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you everything to me.
7: Every time I look into your eyes A feeling comes over me You don't have to tell me what's inside Cause I can already see Every time I hold you in my arms And I can feel you breathe Every time you're lying next to me Every touch and kiss I give to you, you should know that you are loved This isn't something that comes easy. You can sit from up above if you're feeling lonely and in need. As someone you can trust, you know you're everything to me. Everything to me, everything. To me. Oh, can't you see me in your life for real? That's where I want to be, this ain't no joke, this ain't no lie I want to be with you till I die oh, can't you see me everything to me? Everything to me Whoever said love was easy, must be living some kind of life. The one thing wasn't so certain, it be you and I till I die. Love was easy. Must be living some kind of lie. Walking this me and I, till I die. Every day to me. Oh, can you see? In your life. Well, I want to be this new truth, you, this your life I want to be with you like now I Can't you see me, you mean everything to me Everything to me Oh, you mean everything
2: Yeah, that's everything to me by the fabulous J.J. Catron, and that's the Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell wedding song. J.J., we love it, and we think it's so great you wrote it, so thank you so much. And
3: remember, it was just J.J. and a guitar. There's no tricks there. There's no no amplification. There's no musical background. There's no, you know, phony baloney stuff. That's raw, baby. Can you
5: hear me playing along with
3: you? Yes. Yes, that was raw. I was playing
2: along with it.
5: sitting here with my guitar in my
2: hand. Everybody in the chat room loves it.
3: That's the reason why oh, I like it, because it's intimate, it's raw, it's as if we were in your living room, and you decided to sing it for us. That's what I like And about you're
2: wearing it. a really nice shirt in that video, wow. I know, man, <laughs> this awesome, awesome clothing uh, designer made that for me. What's his name? Oh yeah,
3: Jimmy Starr! Oh you're, yeah,
5: I you're
2: wearing
3: one of Jimmy's <laughs> shirts? <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice, you should have showed me. I didn't <clears throat> notice he was wearing a Jimmy Starr.
5: I'll think it's. tell you what, you ever want to get noticed wear a Jimmy Star original out in public, that's all you gotta do.
3: That's right. I love that. Jimmy's changed his style. He gave me this jacket for Christmas. And it's a Ralph Lauren plaid (sighs) jacket. And I thought to myself, I got to be kidding. When I met him a couple of years ago, he had Fuck You t-shirts Women you know, with, their, with their nipples out. I mean, weird, crazy crap. And now he's giving me Ralph Lauren plaid jackets?
2: I, I become a little bit more like, uh, yeah. calm down a little bit more.
3: Now that Jimmy's yeah. getting older, he wants to be a little more sophisticated. I'm just
2: being more sophisticated because I'm trying to broker, I'm not trying, I am brokering million dollar deals and like to right. do that, I can't like, and, be wearing and, shirts as I say go fuck your he's mother still, he's shit. But he's still
3: crazy. He's still crazy. <laughs> he <laughs> still sleeps with two or three teddy bears. <laughs> No, he still is great. No, he's still nuts. He still has a dirty mouth. Every other word is fuck. I mean, so he hasn't gotten to that point of waspism, shall I say? But uh, yeah, but oh, I could cool see that he would buy me such a jacket. Usually he would give me something with penises hanging from it or, you know, bullet holes in it. I bullet think- holes. You know, like a jacket so with, it's, with gunshot holes. It's it.
2: funny too, but like now, Chad has the picture up of JJ in the fabulous, famous jacket, which you'll get to wear in Chicago because it's going to be cold as it can be when See, you go I, there. See, I never
3: mentioned it, JJ. I never brought it up.
2: The beautiful Her jacket. Pick. JJ is such a rock star when yeah, he wears JJ this jacket. JJ promised
3: to give to me, but I'm not going to hold. it He is going to give it to you. You're no, going to inherit not. it one day no, in like no. 50 years. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm, I'm much older than JJ. I'll never inherit it. I'll be dead before he is. But uh, I don't mind because Jimmy has a magnificent ermine coat. It's a cocoa beige ermine coat that he doesn't like, and I've taken it. So now I have so real, you guys
2: can both wear fur coats together. Yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> coat
3: with a belt in the back. It's tailored, and it's real ermine. Uh, you know what ermine is. It's the softest fur in the world. I, mean, I feel bad for the animals that they kill. I would never, ever have bought that thing because I don't believe in killing animals and wearing them. But if the poor thing is dead already.
5: That was like Jimmy's post that he put up on Facebook earlier, I think. It said uh what was this? Something about uh about killing my own food because I don't know where sandwiches live. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just that they have eyes and hearts and they're cute. They're not well, I guess all animals are beautiful. And we do eat animals. Shame.
2: We got to give a shout out too to Dave from Stars Now UK, who's having trouble getting his name in the chat room. But we know it's you, Dave. So anybody in the chat room where it says guest New Name," that's Dave.
3: <laughs> and what's my goddess? Hello, Dave. Goddess, right. what have you got? You hear me, me?
5: You hear me? You me? All amped up. I had my guitar out. I had a new song for
2: you. Yeah, oh, you got but a new song? That, you want to play a new song? We got time.
5: Oh, we got time. Yeah, let's play it. This is uh this we'll is what this is one of the new ones I'm getting ready to. Uh, I'm getting ready to go to the recordio, uh, recording studio and do. It's called uh, "Better
2: Me." There you go. All right, everybody, "Better Me" live on the Jimmy Star Show by Super Rock Star J.J. Controne. <laughs> <laughs>
6: The morning and sitting at the table, staring at the floor.
3: JJ, it Yay. <laughs> Yay, JJ. JJ. JJ started
2: out a little rough. JJ, JJ, <laughs>
3: JJ I love you, but it's don't you dare ever transmit over a phone again. <laughs> it sounded like shit. We couldn't hear you. It, all kinds of weird noises came in. We couldn't hear you. Then your voice sounded uh. like somebody was putting a suppository up your butt. And then,
5: <laughs> it, <laughs> and then you sounded I mentioned so I was like, at the doctor. Did I Get mention though that the doctor brought getting, getting a colonoscopy?
3: That's probably what it was. Get out of here. Don't ever do You have a great uh, voice. Don't ever do that shit again. It was terrible. <laughs> Send us it. You got phone. it. No, the phone. No. If we
2: could have seen you, it probably would have been better no, cause we could have no, like seen No, it, cause, it was bad. he no, wouldn't have been on a
3: phone. No, you know, JJ, you know what I heard? Because I love you. <laughs>
2: It kept going out on our end. Oh, that's well you tell you what
5: we'll have to I'll make sure to do a video and send it to you. Uh, that's
2: here's fair. what we're gonna no no, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna tell everybody, uh, tell everybody where they go to your reverb nation, because your reverb nation, where you're like one of the top top reverb nation accounts around, has all the music on it and everybody can hear what you sound like for real. Because like for real, you're a rock star and we love everything you I mean do. that
3: that to me sounded like I don't know what. Uh, extraterrestrial maybe <laughs> but you can't sing like into a TV. cell phone honey you just can't sing into a cell phone
2: <laughs> you got it cell phones don't there you go. <laughs> go where's our reverb nation because now we want everybody to go and listen to how great you yeah, actually are right. i mean that's go, all...
5: go to yeah. www.reverbnation.com forward slash jj catrone And I'm also on Twitter and Facebook. You can find me all over the place.
2: He's at JJ Catron. You guys on Twitter and Facebook, and JJ Catron is freaking awesome. He's going to be auditioning for The Voice, also in February
5: 27th. February 7th is The Voice. February 27th is the uh, the show at the Casa Loma Ballroom.
2: There we go. And everybody, check out JJ's music. And you can also Google him. He's got some stuff on YouTube, um, so you can see it. And Everybody in the chat room is is saying that we'll have to bring you back. But I, a lot of you guys are newer in the chat room from the five years that we've been on there. JJ's been on the show all the time. And and he we don't, love JJ. And trust me, JJ doesn't sound
3: like that. Because if he did, he wouldn't be on our show. We are, <laughs> I mean, no, no bullshit. I always say it every week. Jimmy Starr has the best taste in people he brings on our show. We never have bad performances. We've always got the tops. It was the cell phone. It was not done correctly, but we love you just the same, J.J., and we're going to listen to that again when you present it properly, and it's going to be fabulous. Not your fault, well,
6: you're going to be
5: You're going to be getting an MP3 then from the studio real soon. How's that there sound? you go.
1: Because Absolutely. You,
3: you know, doing it raw like that in your house with bad acoustics, a guitar, and a cell phone, forget about it. I mean, that's like, you know. Forget some, about like, it. Like, a yeah, that, that's like some John, jo, Johnny Joe trying to romance his girlfriend, you know, in Brooklyn. From Chicago, that's not a JJ pro. So everybody, yeah, is, that calls- is
6: that
5: him screaming at her to get into the car or something? <laughs> yeah. get in the car!
3: Yeah, get in the car, get in the car. I mean, you saw that stupid thing, from that Croker movie. God forbid. But anyway, yeah. When I catch, kept- <laughs> get in the car, get in the car. She wouldn't get in
2: the car. There's difference, though, because ours was, like, done and it was supposed to look good. Like, yours was just impromptu over a cell phone. Ours was actually done by people who thought they were professional. <laughs> right. Big <laughs> <Make> difference. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Follow J.J. Catrone on Twitter. Check him out. He's going to be on The Voice. We wish you all the luck with that. We want to say hello and, and and to Neroli Entertainment, your new management. I'm sure they're going to do fabulous things because you're a real talent, and we want to thank you for coming on the show and say hello to your wife and your daughter.
6: Hello, Adrian. Hello, Gigi Monster. I'll see you soon.
2: All righty, J.J. Love and
3: kisses. Love you guys. Thanks for having
2: me on. All righty, J.J., oh, bye-bye.
3: Love and kisses, J.J. <laughs> Yay. He's one of my special people.
2: JJ's awesome, you guys. We love him to death. We love
3: him to death. He's been with us for a long time. And off camera and off set, he's a terrific guy. Great guy. Great guy. Right? Good people. The kind of guy you want to hang with and be friends with.
2: So here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to play a music video. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys like uh, the 80s, but I'm like a product of the 80s. I freaking love the 80s and the 90s. One of my favorite like dance groups of the 80s is Expose, which we happen to be very good friends with uh, all the girls in Expose, especially, especially Joya, Joya Bruno. Joya, yeah. And um, they had a song that was like one of the first dance songs when I was like a... I was probably, uh, it came out when I was a senior in college, or junior or senior in college, and we would go clubbing and we would dance to this song all the time. The name of the song is Come Go With Me. The name of the group is Exposé. Chad, you got it? And Let's everybody, what
3: I was so cute and I danced to it. Here we I go,
2: everybody. Exposé is Come go, go With come Me. Come Flashback. is it that cool <laughs>
3: that's something else
2: that's when music is
3: fun and dancing i used to love that
2: goddess said that she uh goddess said that she uh used to do her hair like that like i love expose to death like i have all the records uh i think they're freaking like awesome like so everybody uh and they're from south florida you guys so anybody in florida they're actually from um that way so and and dave from stars now is saying have we had lee john on our show yet yes we have we had lee john on last year which is really cool. I love that. Um, I love Exposé, though. Chad, did you ever listen to that dance music?
4: Um, When I hear that song, I think of a couple buddies that had, like, I rock Zs with T-tops. And, you know, they had the Alpine, uh, I believe, like, tape player or something when that was the hot thing. (laughs) Right, Alpine tape player. Right, remember those?
3: (laughs) I remember those. I had them. I had earphones. I was one of the first people to have that little transmission box with the earphones and you put the cassette in.
2: The 8-track tape, you mean?
3: The little box, the first ones that came out. Okay. In the, in the late 70s or early, middle 70s, they came out. I, you know what? The, the first piece of music I had on there was We Are Family with Sister Sledge. That was the first album I ever played on my little transmitter.
2: I got Rod Stewart, Do You Think I'm Sexy, was my first one. No, was my mine first was Sister Sledge. Ooh. That's funny.
3: We have to have Kathy back on, you know? We got to call Kathy Sledge. I love her so much.
2: So let's go with a quick ad, you guys. You can hear the Jimmy Star Show on all these great radio stations, starting out with our home station, W4CY, with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. You can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Ontario, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, K4HD Radio in LA, WBAD Radio in Washington, D.C., and at blastfi.com slash Jimmy Stars World. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And next week, our Roku channel will be live. So you can watch the videos on Roku, YouTube, Vimeo, and JimmyStarsWorld.com.
3: And in about six months, we're going to have a studio where we're going to bring guests into the studio to interview them so that we don't have to Skype. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Not having all the Skype problems we have. That's what I'm holding off for, for Johnny Manthus. Because Johnny lives in Hollywood. it actually lives in L.A. And uh, I would like to send a limo for him and to bring, us, bring him to the studio. Um, I don't want to just do a, a Skype with him. I have to, like, make out with him or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I took a picture with Johnny and I squeezed him so hard that he gave me a dirty look. I don't think he likes to be squeezed. But I adore the man. I just... I'm in love with him. I'm crazy about him.
2: Actually, we'll we'll still be Oh, we won't be Skyping. We'll just be Skyping here with the studio. Yeah, our
3: studio will shoot it out to you guys, but Johnny will be in with us.
2: There you go. We're working on that at least. And I'm
3: working on on a lot of other celebrities that are friends of mine out there who are very funny and interesting. A lot of them are the old stars from old Hollywood, the mega, mega stars. And that's fun because I bring out the crazy in them and the best in them.
2: Also, if you're in the chat room, check out all Goddesses' pictures. She's putting all kinds of cool pictures up, which is really cool. And well, Goddess, I didn't see any. Always, that's Goddesses, a little girl right there.
3: Oh, I can't see. It's so small. anyway,
2: um, we love you, Goddess. We think you're fabulous, and I want to play one more song because we're going to have another guest calling in, in a minute. But but uh, but I want to get some of these like big songs. So my favorite, one of my favorite rock songs of the '80s, and I'm not, I'm not a nowadays Bruce Springsteen fan at all. I only like. Bruce Springsteen back in like the old days in the 80s when he did like The River and Born to Run and stuff so so I thought we would play a live version of Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run because to me it's like one of the greatest like rock songs of the 80s and, uh, and I freaking like love it I know all the words and uh, Chad you got that ready? Bruce! Alright everybody so here it is one of my favorite songs from the 80s Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run check it out
4: Nobody wins unless everybody wins. Come time.
2: Everybody, that's Bruce Springsteen. Born to Run, I freaking like, love it. Chad, did you ever like Bruce Springsteen?
4: Oh yeah, I love the boss man. He's the best.
2: I absolutely. I never
3: love liked him. him. I thought he screamed.
4: He does I scream.
3: He, he screams, so anybody could scream. I know a no, lot of queens that. That, that scream. is that but, is not well, an easy
4: scream. I was I mean, thinking to myself, how does he do that night after night? And that's pretty talented.
3: Oh, and you wreck your your, your throat, and all you have is palops, The palops sing for you. I mean, I know lots of screaming queens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really one. only like Bruce Springsteen, though, like in the eight, like it, the stuff that he does now, like I don't really like it. Um, I
3: never thought he was a talent at all. I mean, nah, you know, a sign of the time. Look, there's so many people out there who really stink and make bazillions of dollars. And then you have great talent, people that have beautiful voices that are never recognized. That's a sad part of our business. It's called gimmick. If you got a gimmick and if you got good PR people and they push and they push, and you got a lot of people with money behind you, backing you. Look at Tiny Tim years ago. Do you remember Tiny Tim? tip through the tulips, through the tulips. We'll tip-toe. That's sick, demented fruit. I mean, you know, he was a nut job. It was on Johnny Carson's show. He got married on Johnny Carson's show, made a fortune of money, singing with the ukulele, tip to the tulips. I
2: mean, come on. There you go. There you go. Everybody, too, I want to just give a shout-out to Stefan Daniel Bell in the chat room. I know he seems pushy in the chat room, everybody. He's trying to get the show to trend so we can grow and get bigger. So all that stuff that he's doing and asking you to use hashtags and everything, don't get upset or offended. He's just trying to help us out to grow because that's what we need to do. What the hell is a hashtag? A hashtag is a little number sign that that you put on 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 uh, Twitter when you when you put stuff on Twitter and Instagram and uh, what's the purpose it, of that it draws people to it to find out how many people are like watching what you're doing oh, it
3: doesn't draw me to it I just thought that's it because was you sad. don't
2: even get on you don't even get on there that's why
3: mm-hmm. no because <laughs> I'm not from this era
2: and also I want to give a shout out to. Uh, To Tristan, uh, who's Sing Feminine in there for doing so many great hashtags during the show today. And to Goddess, I want to say, Goddess, you put that picture up, right? And I was trying to figure out which one it was you. And when I clicked it, it kicked me out of the chat room. And so then I couldn't get back in. So I don't know which one was you. But I was going to guess the girl in the front row. (laughs) And
3: Goddess, send us pictures of you now. I mean, you know, sexy pictures. See-through clothes and like kind of vampy stuff. That's what everybody wants to see. But you know, getting back to these people that uh, come- what's a hashtag?
2: They're writing in there now because you wrote
3: that. What? What's a You're hashtag? You're going to start your
2: own hashtag. It makes a list of things.
3: for Oh, people. I don't give a shit about any of this crap. <laughs> you know what? I'm from the days when I performed on a stage and people applauded, and if they really liked you, they stood up and applauded, and that was all you needed. You didn't need Twitter, twatter, and tweeter. You didn't nowadays. Need- you got to have. No, it. you didn't need to be loved by millions and millions of people. This is insanity. I told you, I did a show, 350 people, they loved me, I went home happy. Not rich, but happy.
2: That's okay, nowadays though, that's...
3: Oh, nowadays, that's oh, you gotta important. have 5 million this one and 20 million on the other thing? Get the frig out of here. Too much work.
2: No way, it's fun, Oh, I love please, it.
3: everybody, look, do you think the, the big movie stars do this bullshit? They have yeah. assistants that do it. I don't know one major star friend of mine, and I know major stars, that sit down on the toilet like you and do Twitter. And what a place to do Twitter, on the toilet. That tells you what he thinks of Twitter.
2: <laughs> I, I get mean, a lot I, I, I don't think
3: that George Clooney... I do it everywhere. I don't think George Clooney sits on the toilet doing Twitter. Trust me, trust me, trust me. <laughs> George would never. Or any of my uh, celebrity friends out West... I'm going to ask them, you know, when they come on our show, Jimmy.
2: John Bearman does his own. I doubt it. He
3: does. He told us he did on the Yeah, show. but I, I think John does it, you know, every now and then.
2: Every No, everyone, everything he posts is a picture of him. It's him and his boyfriend everywhere they <clears throat> yeah, go. Yeah, I know, so. but, uh, who
3: po- but he does that on the cell phone.
2: I know. I do it on the cell phone too. Right. Everybody does it on the cell phone. But you phone. think he
3: sits like you fanatically with his Twitter crap? Well, he doesn't crap? have
2: to because he's not trying to get <laughs> guests for the show and, and people to go to websites and all this stuff. He's just you got know, fans himself.
3: I have no idea what it's all about today. It's like theater has gone to outer space or into electronics. Years ago, theater was theater. Fun was fun. Actors acted. Comedians made you laugh. We didn't worry about all this crap.
2: Now you have to, unfortunately. Unfortunately,
3: the business has become all money, money, money.
2: I think it's fun. It's going to be fun. I enjoy it. I, I actually love all the social media stuff. I mean, it's getting to be so much that you can't keep track, so you have to pick the ones that you like the best. So check us out on Twitter, Instagram are the two best ones, and then Facebook once in a while because I post to Facebook. But
3: the get- first time I ever heard of Twitter, I was in a car with Lara Spencer and my daughter, and Lara was telling me, how I should... <laughs> I loved it. How I should do Twitter. I said, Lara, what the fuck are you talking about? She said, you got to get it on Twitter. You have to... I said, Lara, I have a clue what you're talking about. And then she's trying to explain it to me. And then finally, she just looked at me and she said, just forget it. Yeah. And I and, and I did. And that was years ago. But now, Lara doesn't really uh, do her own Twitter and stuff. Because I know. Because I tweet her. I write her and she doesn't write me back. I mean, she doesn't have to because I talk to her. But I mean... <laughs> You know, I do. I compliment her clothes or something she's put up on Facebook. She doesn't answer me.
2: What's up? So we want to give another shout-out. There's Dave, I think. Uh, Jimmy McCrae said he, he dumped everything for Twitter, and I think that might be Dave in the pink thing. Is that Dave? Dave from England. I'm not sure. In a pink Dave. dress? No, in a pink, like, what do you call it? Boa, a pink boa. Oh, that's gay. And, oh, my gosh, I keep... You
3: keep it. losing... Oh, there he is. You just lost him again.
4: Yo, Jimmy Starr.
2: Okay. Yo, Jimmy Starr. The pink, yes. the pink I got a Ron is, and
4: a Rod trying to call him, but they're calling me on a group, and I can't answer that.
2: Okay, so uh, I'm hosting uh, let's group. call them back one at a time. Roger. All right.
3: Dave, the pink feathers are nice, but you should have had like a hat with a veil or long earrings. The feathers just aren't enough.
2: <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
3: laughs> what did he say?
2: I don't know. <laughs> Goddess says she has a pink tutu for you.
3: As for um, Jimmy, the pink tutu and ballerina slippers. That's Jimmy's fantasy to be a ballerina. No, it's not. You told me that when you were a child, you wore your sister's ballet slippers.
2: I did wear my sister's ballet slippers. So I therefore, you're a
3: fairy. You like those music on the top of the music box, <laughs> the fairy girl on the ballet, the ballerina slippers, and she sings, spins around while the music box plays.
2: I no, my, my sister had this doll, and it had a crown at the top, <laughs> and you, you, uh, it was a ballerina in a pink tutu, and you clicked on it. And you push down on it and she would do pirouettes and stuff. And like I wanted that so bad when I was a kid that when I was like 20, I found one in a doll store and I bought it. You know, when
3: they say that we chose to be gay, I laugh my ass off. Here's a kid seven years old wanting to be in a tutu spinning around like a ballerina. Now, if you had a son and your son was in a tutu with ballerina slippers spinning around at seven, I think you'd be concerned that your son might be a fairy.
2: Goddess said she remembers that doll. That doll was the coolest doll ever. She had pink, pink toe shoes. It was awesome.
3: I mean, what, what boy talks this way? Boys talk about baseball, trucks, superheroes.
2: She had blonde hair.
3: See, my, <laughs> my, my Jimmy just wanted to be a blonde-haired toe dancer.
2: Yeah, I think that's funny.
3: Tiptoe to the tulips, girl.
2: Dad, so Hey, Rod, how about hit the video button? Hey. See if you can hit the video button. There we go. We got one of you coming on. Hey. All right, there, there we got go. one. Hello, hello. I think the I think he's calling you guys individually because the group didn't work. <laughs> so, so I think that that that's what what's going we're doing.
8: on with this technology, anyway.
2: That's right. So everybody, starting out, we have Rod Novak, and he how do did we pronounce it? Novak. Yeah. Novak from King Harvest, and in a second, I think we're gonna have uh, Ron Altback. Ch- Chad, are you trying to call Ron? Here we go. Getting it. There we go. Chad is a rock star. And so, Ron, make sure you hit your video. There you go. All right. We're on. Um, we're almost there. We don't have you quite in view yet, but we're getting there. I can see you. Oh, Looking you can good. see. Oh, okay. We can't see you yet. So what we're going to do, because what we're going to do is once we actually get there, we go. Now There we can you see are. You. All yep. right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pretend like none of that happened so I can do an intro for the TV show. And so we're going to do a new intro now for everybody. And uh, here's how it's going to go. All right, everybody, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Rod Novak and Ron Altbach from King Harvest. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, Jimmy, how are
1: you?
2: There you go. That worked. So before we get started, let me introduce, uh, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: Hey, boys. Uh? Uh, can I ask you a question? Do you do your own tweeting? Twitting? Twatting? What do you say? Twitting? Tweeting. <laughs> do- <laughs> I don't think you call it twatting. Well, look. I, I hope you do some twatting in Paris because Paris has got some good twat. But uh, listen, twitting. Do, yeah, do you are do you Tweet. do your own tweeting? Truth.
8: Yeah. I do. Yeah, you Do? Does. How did
3: you figure yeah. it out?
8: I don't know. I got uh, I got uh, drunk one night and figured it out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but 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 Ron likes twatting in Paris better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I can yeah. see he's
3: like a dirty, <laughs> nasty man. I love it.
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> hang on, before we, we get going, let me introduce <laughs> the Paris when it
3: sizzles. <laughs> Woo! Why do oh, you
8: think oh. we went to Paris? <laughs> exactly.
2: Wait, how did you know that he's the one who's in Paris?
3: Because he has that dirty look in his eye. (laughs) He's got that like
2: snatch in his eye. He's
3: got snatch eyes. You know, snatch eyes? Oh, look at my my Roman painting in the back. I could be any place. You know, when you meet certain men, they have snatch eyes. (laughs) Their eyes are like, they look like snatch. And now he's got those snatch eyes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let me introduce, first of all, the guy who set the whole call up. He's our man behind the boards, Mr. uh, Chad Murphy. Hey,
4: Ron. Hey, Ron. Welcome to the show.
9: Oh, thanks. How are you? How thanks for being
4: get here. Get I'm good.
2: That's okay. And then we got a we have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room.
9: Hi, <coughs> chat room. We don't see them, hey. but we, we oh, we you like can't them.
2: see them, but they're all there. And so like oh, just good. say hello and don't worry and just pretend like you know that they're there. We know they're there. We know they're there. Yeah, that all works. Right. So so uh, oh, actually, somebody in the chat room says they were in Paris yesterday because we have people listening from all over the world. That's really? Dave. And yeah, so he he, he's actually an old rock guy who likes all the old rock stars and knows all the old rock stars, so he's probably like excited to have you on the show. And um, So Dave, did you twat while you were in Paris? Dave twats everywhere. So so
8: Morrison did.
2: That's right. So 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 Rod, tell us where you're at since we know that Ron's in Paris.
8: I'm in a little burg outside of New York in the great state of New Jersey.
2: Oh, Jersey! <laughs> you're from Jersey.
3: From
8: New so Jersey, is- yeah. I spent—I I don't know what happened, guys. I spent uh, years in California, the Caribbean, South Florida, and all of a sudden I'm up here in New Jersey. I got—I got detoured or lost or something.
3: Well, I—I I have the same story. I made a wrong turn. I've lived in California most of my life, in Florida. Now I'm in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Right. I made a left when I should have made a right.
8: Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. It's too much, too many drugs when you're younger, I think.
3: No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? It's freezing cold here. It's re- I, we're moving back to Palm Springs. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. No, I can't do this anymore, this cold bullshit. No more.
2: Wait, where were you in Florida? Yeah. Where in Florida did you live? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, me too. Oh, uh, I, I lived in, in Fort
5: Lauderdale for Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I lived there from 1986 until uh, about 2006. No, you got right. there right
8: after, the, right after the good days ended. The last year was 1984. That was the end of spring break in Fort
2: Lauderdale. I know. I, I was in college from 82 to 86, so we would go to Fort Lauderdale for spring break because then I lived in West Palm Beach.
3: And I lived in Boca Raton, and the 80s and 90s were the best time to live in Boca. It was. Everybody was dressed great and going to parties and going to the beach club. Everybody was into Gucci, Gucci and bullshit. And everybody was, darling, it's fabulous, all that shit. It was a nice era. It was an era of phony
2: baloney. I loved it. It was fun. So, so let's go real quick because you guys actually uh, – weren't, weren't, didn't you guys all get together in New York and Ithaca at Cornell? That's what I read in your bio. Is that correct? That's an accurate, that's
9: an accurate bio. We, we all went to Cornell. But I,
2: I want I to tell the story of how I met
9: Rod. Okay, Rod, tell us. Rod, Rod, Rod was, Rod was a, a terrific musician, but he also, he also was a great scholar. And um, he was taking this art history uh, course. And, and, and I knew that the exam was at uh, 2 o'clock one afternoon. And suddenly at 3 o'clock, I knew that he was home because I kept, I kept calling his home. The reason I was calling his home is I wanted to buy some contraband from him. He also, he also dealt in contraband. And he was home, so there was no way he could be home a, a, an hour after the exam. But the, the long story short is is that he, he, he left the exam with a, one of those exam answer books under his shirt and uh, went home and answered all the questions correctly and then went in that night and put the answer book on the floor and stepped on it and made it look like it had gotten lost and he got a B+. Plus and he, and that, was, that made me love this guy. We, he, he is my hero since then.
2: Mm-hmm. I love it though. We, uh, you know, I'm I'm a native Floridian, so I lived in Florida for for 49 years until I moved up here with Ron. And so I had never really been. I've been to New York City, but I had never been to the outskirts. And we have friends who live in Lake Geneva, so every Fourth of July we go to Lake Geneva, which is only like an hour drive from from Ithaca. And uh, uh, it's
3: not like it, oh, it's it's the lake is called something else, but it's Geneva. G- it's, it's, it's Seneca Lake. Lake Seneca. Lake Seneca, Seneca, Seneca,
2: Seneca, Seneca in Geneva. In Geneva. Okay. Now,
3: when you went to school, was Carl Sagan there?
1: Yeah, was Sagan,
9: there? Oh, yes.
3: Sagan.
1: yeah. Was yeah. There?
3: Sure, he was. Carl, yeah. Carl's wife, Linda, is a thirty-five-year friend of mine, and she's wow. one of the most incredibly intelligent, fabulous, a beautiful women. That's Carl's ex-wife, Linda Sagan. Uh, she has a son with Carl, who's also uh, Josh. What the hell was his name? Jason. Genius family.
2: So uh, hold on. Let's but, go back no. to you guys. All right. So we got the whole Sagan's. We know that he knows uh-huh. the Sagan's. You guys are from Cornell. Let's go with this. Okay. So first of all, anybody who doesn't know who King Harvest is, you, everybody knows the song Dancing in the Moonlight. It Absolutely. Was like, it was like one of the big – first of all, I've been listening to the song now since I knew you were coming on. I've been listening to a bunch of your music, and I've listened to Dancing in the Moonlight about 600 Dance times in, in five days. Um, I freaking like love it. And uh, so, first of all, let's tell let everybody know that this is who you guys are, and it's really cool that the song gets featured in films and stuff like all the time. I know I don't know what Scorpion is, but Blacklist I watch, Bates Motel I watch, and Bad Grandpa was hilarious, especially when he got his penis stuck in the in the coke <laughs> machine. Um, it was very very funny. Uh, so tell me, just tell us a little bit about, in your own words, what was it like to have like one of the biggest songs of an era. You can both go. You can go, like take. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Rod.
9: I, I, I.
3: <laughs> well, say you know, something. You know, I what is- remember that song today as well as I remembered it then, and I remembered singing it, and it wasn't my kind of music, to be quite frank and honest. But it was so fucking good that I had to sing it. So yeah. that's the best compliment. He's like
2: it, a disco queen. I like, we got- I
3: like uh, Peggy Lee, Johnny Mathis, people like that from my time. I'm 75 years old. You know, I'm not from those days. But your song was not my kind of music, but I loved it. Dancing in the moonlight. I mean, it's still cool. It still plays. <laughs> We're
2: going right, to play it too for everybody in a minute, but go ahead. Tell us what it was like for you guys at the time. You know, what, what, what I think is that it, it, it
8: kind of slowly crept along. It, we never really got us that we, it, didn't, it wasn't a big deal that we just recorded it and had a hit because we played with that song for years. You know, Sherman uh, Kelly wrote it in like 1968 or something. And then his brother Wells, uh, who played with Orleans and a bunch of people, he brought it over to Europe when he played with us and we messed around it. We recorded it a couple different times, used to play it live all the time. Then, when we finally did record it for real, it flopped over there. And then it just started little by little picking up regionally in the United States. And it just kind of slowly grew. So it never really hit all, all over at one time. You know, that song was on the charts for like 21 weeks or something. And it it's went from a region more, to region all over the United States. Yeah, it, was longer, week, so. it was even longer.
9: It was even longer. And we recorded it in a studio that was no bigger than maybe 10 by 20 feet. In fact, the singer Doc Robinson, may he rest in peace. Uh, I'm sure he is resting in peace, actually. Um, now what's uh, up, he, Doc? He he uh, he had to be. He had to go out into the stairwell to sing the lead because that was because they didn't have any uh, any echo in the in the in the <laughs> studio, and that was the best echo was in the stairwell. And and we always tell the story about the toilet brush that he uses, and it, this is kind of unique, uh, 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 you know, instrument sound on the track. But we, we recorded it. And then it was, it, it was supposed to come out on fantasy records in the U.S. when Creedence Clearwater was such a big deal then. And, um, and Saul Zantz, again, may he rest in peace, uh, decided he didn't, want to put, he didn't like the record. He didn't think it was going to hit. We talked to him many years later, and he always said he made a big mistake. But he, he didn't put out the record. So we, we actually broke up. At, uh, this was in the late fall of, uh, of 1972. We, we ended, we ended basically. Rod came back to the U.S., I went to the England. And and I was I was in a in a in a uh, I was giving a piano recital out in California like a, a serious uh, what do you call it, serious music classical music <laughs> recital and I got in my I got in my I got in my rented Pinto afterward and I turned on the radio and, and there was Dancing in the Moonlight and mm-hmm. I I, call, I called my mother uh, which and I was, now you're talking about one or two in the morning in, 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 in upstate New York. And I said, you can, you're not going to believe this. Our song's on the radio. And she said, oh, in her extremely strong Austrian accent, she told me that our our producer, Jack Robinson, had been trying to call for, for days. You know, that's, you're talking before cell phones and before faxes and before FedEx and before anything, you know. And um, so, so we, we it, it, it became, it was before a MTV. surprise to us. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was a big surprise to us when it became a hit. It was it was. A remarkable surprise. And it's still, though, to this day, Rod probably feels the same way. You hear it on the radio and you get. Just happy because it's, it's, it's cool. It's,
3: it's as new today as it was then. And it was a tremendous hit in New York City. And you know what they say if you hit in New York, you hit all over. <laughs> and it was, no, it played a long time. And, and I, I know that song. I could almost remember the lyric. And that's pretty well, good. I, know all the lyrics. I don't remember my name. So, <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't remember if I have to pee or if I had to go get a drink of water. I say to myself, am I peeing or drinking? I'm confused. But I remember the lyrics to that <laughs> song, some of them, which is amazing.
2: Here's what I want to do. I want to. I want to play it. We're going to keep you guys on because we're going to talk talk more after we play it. Uh, but we're going to play the song. I want one of you guys introduce the song for everybody. Then we're going to play it, and then we'll come back and talk some more.
8: Go ahead, Rob. What song? Dancing in the moonlight?
3: Yeah. yeah what the hell do you think we're talking? <laughs> the karaoke? Oh, I
8: just, just having a senior moment there. <laughs> no,
3: I have them. I have them all the time. It's okay.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening and dancing enjoyment, straight from Paris, hot off the press, a little tune by dancing by King Harviss called Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh.
0: We get it almost every night And when that uh, moon gets a big they don't bark and they don't bite they keep things loose they keep things alive everybody
3: Such a happy song. Why don't we have music like that today? Why is music today so heavy and blah? I mean, it makes you feel, I want to go out now and buy something or eat something or do something. (laughs) Today's music, I want to go to bed and shoot myself. I mean, especially that rap shit. What do you think of that rap horrible stuff? (laughs) Boys, come on, tell the truth. What do you think when they sing, I'm going to get you, woman, I'm going to beat your ass, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to slit you, I'm going to get you? You know, know, rap, rap when it started... When it started, what? though,
9: year, you know, in the '80s, when rap really started, I, I, I was in London with um, with a great band, I just met, visiting some friends uh, called Sailor, and we went to see uh, some Jamaican band, and they did rap, but it was it was political. And Rod and I, when we were in college, we were members of a left wing organization. We wanted good, you know, equal rights for all peoples and good lives for most, and 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 we. And uh, and so the the political rap was cool. It just kind of devolved, um, unfortunately, into gangster. rap. Where did the rap? gangster
3: rap come from? Yeah. What the hell is yeah. that? The the, the, the hood gangster stuff, with shooting and killing and Hang stabbing. Well,
2: what do you guys think in general? Like, do you listen to any modern music at all? Like I listen, rock music. Lot, I listen to a lot of different stuff. I
8: like I like a lot of the new new people that are out there. You know, this kind of the, the, the middle of the road middle people. Bruno Mars. Uh, yeah, Mars is uh, good. good.
3: What yeah, is it? What's her
8: name? Uh, all about that
2: bass, Megan Trainer. Uh, see, uh, now she's the one. I have to say, I don't get Megan Trainer. I don't know why people like Megan. I don't like Megan Trainer at all. Like, you no. Know I, I, I and I and I and I'm pretty broad. I have a pretty broad spectrum of of every kind of music, and I watch, you know, all the stupid like reality shows. Like I watch X Factor, like in every country, you know, yeah. on <laughs> YouTube. I watch every country to see all the different kinds of people, and I like a whole bunch of all the different people, but. But uh, I just don't. They're, I don't they're, get they're it. Prob-
3: your guys are probably ten years my junior. I suspect you're around sixty-five, sixty-two, sixty-three. I'm seventy-five. So my music went from the uh, Frank Sinatra, Vord Vaude- Monroe.
2: They didn't answer you. Know,
3: you. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. No, I'm throwing it out there. I'm not. I'm not looking for an answer. I mean, it's obvious that they didn't make that song when they were seven.
9: You know? uh, no, but Fra- Frank Sinatra was a bit before us. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, when we he, was, he was
3: before me also. I mean, Frank Sinatra, when he sang in Brooklyn, I wasn't even born yet. That was 42, 43, whatever. I'm talking about Frank later years. And when when the ballads of the 1950s, the wonderful music then turned into rock and roll, I made that transition. I was the Motown freak of the earth. I mean. Motown to me was like forget about it the only music in the world and then we went from Motown into the drugs and then we did like my friend Country Joe and the Fish and all the great you know groups of the 60s and 70s when everybody was loaded and screwing everybody and then music left there and it went into some kind of I don't know what and then the gangster stuff happened so I've really been through six generations of six decades of music do you well, like there were some, some transitions
9: in there. That
3: you, yeah, you, there you, are you, some you, transitions,
9: and <laughs> I don't know how they. How you know, we were we, we were friendly with, uh, as an example, when we were in LA, uh, we were friendly with some of the guys in the band Chicago, and in fact, they. Uh, uh, Peter, Peter Cetera sang on one of uh, some recording with us, and and um, and we, 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 we spent quite it. a bit of time. You know that you, you can't you can't say anything bad about Chicago. They they were a great great. Great. great band great absolutely band. absolutely
8: but, you know here's a great example of fun music what you what you're talking about man about like why don't they write songs that are fun anymore when chicago and the beach boys we played with the beach boys for a couple of years when chicago when jimmy gershio put the chicago beach boys tour together they only did a few shows because chicago didn't want to follow the beach boys yeah and, rightfully and they so they weren't going to open for them that's for sure because it was a beach boys comeback thing so they dissolved the whole yeah. deal but my, here my you had one of the best bands in American history, and they couldn't follow good time music. You just can't beat yeah. it, you
9: know? Yeah, there was uh, something about seeing people, people um, uh, singing the word. you know, 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 people singing the words to the Little Deuce Scoop" and Barbara Ann. Fun, 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 yeah, fun, but fun. But the mean, Beach
3: Boys did, in my neighborhood oh, were like faggy. That was like faggy music. The Beach <laughs> Boys, all those uh, surfing guys, we would beat them no, up.
2: Jan and Dean, they were Jan and yeah, Dean was like if, singing. If they came time.
3: to my neighborhood, we had to hit them because they just didn't make it. They were like those sissy Boys, you know. Boom, 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 boom. It didn't work for us. That's like you know the wonderful and she's a friend of mine, Connie Francis, who I love, Connie. I see her whenever I'm in Florida, but she was like a faggy girl, you know. We would smack her around too. Her <laughs> yeah, but you, like, but you know what? But you know what You know what, Ron?
9: You know what, Ron? The the fact is because we're because Rod's from upstate New York, I'm from upstate New York. And we grew up with with R and B music, and and so I we love I, it. I, love R and B. Love it. Well, you know R and B music in Buffalo, R and B music in Syracuse. There were bands nobody's ever heard of, like Little uh, Little Charles and the Sidewinders, and Otis and the All Night Workers, and I mean Wilmer and the Wilmer Dukes. Alexander These were
8: Junior and the Dukes.
9: Yeah, I mean they were fantastic love bands. It. That, love you know, it. but but I have to say when when we moved to California in 1974, um, you know California was. I I I never listened to a Beach Boy record in my life until I started playing piano with them. But 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 the fact is is that there's something about California, you know. I mean, it there is something about back California. Back. It's still I, I, that wait.
3: way now. I moved to California in '51. I grew up there, and I remember all the young guys saying, "Oh wow, I just shot her beaver," and I wanted to vomit. <laughs> Where <laughs> is this shit coming from? I'm from Brooklyn. What kind of shoot beaver? I mean, what are you talking about? And I thought they were so sissy. I want to smack them all. And I'm gay. You know, the gay guy shouldn't feel like he's the straight one beating up the fairies. But anyway, California to me was always blonde, silly, big tits, and stupid. Uh, not substance. L.A. today, of course, is a fabulous city of international people and great music. But
2: back in the sixties, it was gay music. You the Beach uh, Boys. I, th- I think even for, my, surfing, genera- for uh, my generation, the California people, the California band. Even now, if you listen to rock bands from California, East Coast and West Coast, they're not the same. Uh, no, but, uh, but, seven, but the you know, seventies.
9: in the seventies and the seventies in California, don't think about it. The e- I mean, the Eagles, we, the Eagles, Jackson Brown. They, they,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> no, I 70s. don't know. There's.
9: They were they li- were good bands. They were good bands. They were absolutely. Good
3: if you lived in L.A. like I did in the seventies, my friend, you went up to Topanga Canyon. Familiar with Topanga Canyon? Sure, of course. There's a actually. club up there called the Corral. Now you couldn't get in sober. They throw you off the cliff. <laughs> you had to be like shit-faced, unable to speak, move, or walk to be let in. And they had everybody you're talking about play there for free. These guys will go up there just to jam. the biggest of bands in the world will be up there and I remember just standing there paralyzed because the music was incredibly great,
2: great
9: well, Ro here's here's where the here's where the transition here's where the where there's a, a kind of a, a, a the, the river comes together uh, when we were in college rod and I we both played in a band not together but we played in the same in a band called the ratchets and it had the band it was an RB band with um, three girls three African American girls, and they did all the stuff, you know, all the all the Supremes and Martha and the Vandellas, and all. Love it. And, and and um and then there were three guys called the Del Royals, and they did Chuck Jackson songs and Temptation songs and four top songs, and Fabulous. I mean it was it was a great band. But you know what was one of the songs that everybody loved? Heat Wave. Another one, you're you're no good. And good for Linda Ronstadt that she got hit with hits with those, you know, with those with, with those great old R and B songs, and she and did a good job. And started
3: it. it. Guess who started it? Mary Wells. Oh, sure. Nothing in the world could ever take the place of my guy. That started the whole Motown movement. Mary Wells is definitely the mama of all the music that, and poor Mary has passed away like young. It's a sin. I love Mary. Vanilla fudge.
8: You keep me hanging
2: out. No, oh, actually, Vanilla Fudd, Believe it or not, because I used to be a clothing designer, and they did a re- reunion tour, and I dressed <laughs> them for the reunion tour. They've been on the show a couple of times. Yeah, we, had, we did, uh, we did a. I mean, what a, a classic show.
8: version of that uh, Motown yes. song! You know, Rod,
9: do you remember when we did um we did that parking lot out in uh uh Montebello, California, and Is we rare were with Earth? The ba- Rare Earth. They did yeah. our, uh the Temptation song. Of, Da, 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 da. It's all right. Well, I forget name. Yeah. What's the name of that song? Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways.
2: I think though, I, one thing I can't stand about the fact uh, of, Get ready. of of, Get of ready. the right, right. Yes, uh, of the music, is that like I wish that MTV would have been around back in you guys' generation because like there's no like good music videos really like of all no, no, these no, no, like wait great a minute
3: hits. We had videos back then. Oh, oh yes, we did. You in go this, on
2: YouTube. You don't find videos we, for Jimmy, any Jimmy, of them. Jimmy,
3: Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I have recorded Dinah Ross's Supreme No, not wait about a minute. That. In Central Park in 1960 something.
2: You might have a No, one.
3: we had we had a, a show on television. Ask like,
2: them. Do you, is there is there a you don't yes. have a, is there is there a, like an official video for "Dancing in the Moonlight" from back in the 70s? A midnight, just have a
8: from a midnight special with Wolfman Jack, but we can't get our hands
2: on it. Yeah, Wolfman see? Jack. Oh, I'm sure we won't
8: get but, off
2: it. You know, boys,
3: I have to speak about today. There's a singer today that she's from the 80s and she's coming back again. B. Uh, Angie uh, B. Are you familiar with her?
2: No. No, her. She was popular with Hammer, like she, around the Hammer time. She
3: sings wow. today. She's an, a woman in her 50s. She looks gorgeous and she's got a new song out called Love that is so spectacular that when her album comes out she's gonna bring back the sound. There are other singers that we know of who are friends who are doing all the covers of the 80's music. Somebody should do a cover of your song if they're smart. Well,
9: I I did. The, one, the big oh, again, did, top, did, top, did. top oh. loader, the, the Australian group, had a huge hit with it. Well, English, but... Was, what is his, was oh, English. it good yeah. as good as yours?
3: UK, no, it's not as good was as Was it theirs. as good? To Tell the truth, boys. We don't lie on television. Well, well it was, was kind of poppy. Was,
8: you know, they, they 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 changed with the times, and it sounds more like a song that was recorded in 2000 than a song that was recorded in 1973. I mean, it's perfectly fine. Uh, it's just a different but style. They, they, they had a huge hit with it.
9: Yeah. The Didn't guy's know. got the guy's got a great voice. Actually, he's a very yeah. good singer. The good sing, yeah. yeah.
2: They're they're from actually they're from the UK, right? Toploader. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I thought I, they I, were. I, I thought they were Australian. Yeah. I've heard, of, I've heard of them, and it's funny because when I was uh, looking to see if I could find videos from back then, which if I would have found, we would have played it instead of just playing the song. But I couldn't find one. I was gonna play one of you guys now, like a, a more current one. I saw one, but like I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't know if you would like like that. So I thought we would just play the actual MP3 Cause you guys have. There are a few video of you guys playing in the last couple of years. Uh, maybe three years ago or four we, we years. We did a
9: we did a we did a fortieth reunion, and uh, it'll be four years this summer. And it was it was in our little hometown upstate New York, and and uh, it's a town of about a thousand people, and about thirty five hundred people showed up, and they closed the roads and everything, and uh, it was a fantastic moment. And as it turned out, it was the last time we saw Doc, uh, but it was it was a big heart opening thing for all of us. We hadn't seen each other for. Well, we 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 did the we did a what was the name of that show we did Rod with um, uh, you know one 70s of the Seventies
8: Experience with TJ uh, Levinsky right. for NPR uh, or not NPR but public uh, television. public radio
9: public TV yeah
3: and we got we to ask you a question boys before we go off the air we, we have, have some people well we have some people that want to know what did you mean about the toilet brush in the music where was it used <laughs> you got to clear <laughs> that up <laughs> now you got hey, to well, clear listen it.
9: listen to it's the listen the to the if I heard you listen it. to the if you listen to the uh intro, yes. you'll hear it come in and goes ch
3: i heard it i heard it i didn't know it was a toilet brush that's it it was a
9: toilet brush <laughs> I love
3: it so everybody out in the chat room it was a toilet brush in the uh-huh. intro when you uh-huh. hear the ch ch ch
2: so how many albums did you guys actually like release
8: oh, I don't know fifteen <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, 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 we
9: we under different names you never's oh, yes. insert... okay. Yeah. No, now, but under King like Harvest, we, we, we released, we released uh, the, the, f- the first album, which was really a, a kind of a, 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 it wasn't done as an album. There were a bunch of different cuts that we nice. did at different times, and the, when the hit came, the, record, the French record company just kind of slammed them all together, which was fine. I mean, they owned them. But Would but, you um, like
3: to make the money today that they're making with an album? Unfortunately, back in your time, they didn't make that. The recording company copped most of your money. Not today. Well, we didn't sell contracts.
9: many. We, to, to be fair, we, we, I think we sold millions and millions of singles during, during that time. But our record company, which was called Perceptive Records, they were so perceptive that they realized that, that their perception was if they didn't pay us our royalties, they're better off. So they actually went bankrupt. It was a very bad situation. We didn't make, we didn't make anything from that record, actually. We have uh, many
3: friends, Jimmy and I, oh who, are, who are stars from your day. We won't mention who they are, but mega, mega names that you'd know in a minute. And Jimmy, tell them what I happened. Have, I have fr- I have friends, robbed blind. I have
2: friends that have sold between 10 and 15 million records and didn't make a dime. Could you imagine that? <laughs> and Could I mean hold? full albums too,
3: not singles. Yeah. And, and these this, are mega stars, big names. Here, yeah.
8: here's, a, here's, a real, here's a real, real quick story. And that is when we came back from Paris, Dancing in the Moonlight was already a hit. And we didn't have a contract in the United States. Yeah. And You're so kidding. we had offers from Clive Davis. We had offers from all the big majors, up to two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand bucks 300000 to sign, $60,000 recording budgets. And we, being nice guys, thought, what the hell? The little company made the hit. Why screw them over and go with the big guys? We'll stay with the little company. And we stayed with the little company. And what they do? Why you don't they don't company, went
3: bank flip,
8: ran away He's with screwed. all the
2: money. Yeah, you, got, <laughs> you got the royal <laughs> screwing. I, I yeah. it. All right, everybody. Well, listen, because we've only got three minutes. So first of all, let's, first of all, um, uh, you guys, there's c- tons of King Harvest albums you can buy. I don't know. Do you guys get the money for that if they buy your albums on iTunes?
8: Yeah, yeah. We got, yeah. We got all the rights for our music back in 2007. We had a big lawsuit. When
2: okay. We won in France, then we won in
8: L.A., and now we've got uh, the Lost Tapes. We've got another King Harvest album called Old Friends. And the original, good. and then there was uh, the original album, the King Harvest Dancing in the Moonlight album. So there's three albums out there and a country Everybody western. Everybody out
3: there listening, buy an album because they're great <laughs> guys and with great music. Educate yourself. Don't be stupid and only listen to the shit of today. Listen to the good stuff too.
2: Also, you guys go to uh, follow King Harvest D I T M on Twitter uh, to find out what's going on with King Harvest. Uh, download all their music. Do you guys do any other social media? you like Instagram or or uh, Facebook or anything?
8: Do Facebook you've got a couple you've Facebook pages? King Harvest music and King Harvest. Okay. Facebook.
2: And nope. uh, and then one real quick question. So, Ron, what made you go back to Paris? You got like two minutes.
3: You, lived,
9: you uh, live You
2: live
3: there.
9: Yeah, I, I well, I moved I moved there originally to study music, and then Rod came over, and and uh, and and and, uh, and then Eddie came over, and then we got Doc over. So that was you know forty something, forty five years ago. I I have a little home here. I'm not in Paris. I'm in the south of France. I have a tiny little house, and I come over for about eight weeks a year. And I just I love France. We all liked France. We all yeah, love it. We love the culture. And, you love you know,
3: we it for it. Chez la Femme. <laughs> That's why you're there You know what you got You like those little cookies Those little French pastries can't be beat so when you guys,
2: Since you guys were, We have one minute Since you guys weren't really uh, together When the song came out necessarily Did you miss out on all the like cool groupies and stuff Or like did you get to make up for it Oh, I wouldn't say that we <laughs> would, I would that. I
8: wouldn't say we missed
9: that one. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: okay, good. That's, we want to end it on a high note. So you didn't make any money, but you got laid, so way to go. <laughs> That's the only A lot of fun, you know.
9: Well, as as Ron says, we were in France for a number yes. of years. <laughs> as was American rock group with motorcycles and plenty of music.
3: You know? Perfect. Yeah, a,
9: wow. Not to mention drugs and wine. All right, guys, we got to anyway. go.
2: We're out of time. Thank you so much. Good luck with everything. And uh, we love the music. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Have a great weekend. Boys,
3: boys, you've been the best. You were a lot of fun, boys. Have a good time. Have
2: a good one, you guys. Thanks so much. You guys. All All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye now. In the chat room, thanks so much, everybody in the chat room for tuning in. Get Dancing in the Moonlight. It's such a great Man, song. Um, Goddess, Goddess, Tristan, Ginger Irish, Jimmy McCrary, everybody in the chat room. Reb, Rebel, Daddy Muir, Goddess again. Thank you so much. And Stefan, Chinzia is there now. Thanks Good. so much, Chad. Thank you so much. And you guys, will see you next week, which I think we're going to have... um Um Brain Dead. Uh, who do we have? Both Jesse. Jesse's we have Jesse Camp on. from Yay. MTV from the 890s coming on, you guys. So so tune in next week, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks.
1: i You can't trust me. We up the girls inside the party. Let's get back crazy, Jimmy. We got myself as I'll be The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love like the clothes of Jimmy. British on your what want to be. Jimmy new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy's star. He'll dress
6: you right. you all feel like the star.